looking at the uh, new accusations about Charlie Rose, which I suppose we'll talk about a little bit later. But, you know, one of Charlie's, uh, and, and I'm disappointed because I keep hoping he's going to make a comeback because I really miss his show. But I think that's, he's toast. Um, I think one of his uh, real mistakes he made, and this is just sad, is he really was off base in... Uh, how attractive he would be to young, hot women. Because ah. I'm looking at the pictures of some of these women he was coming on to. Dude, <laughs> dude, maybe when you were, certainly when you were 30, maybe even when you were 50, but not when you're 75. Wow. Yeah, uh, wow. They, they, it's they, funny, I wasn't even thinking in terms of a 75-year-old. That's just sad. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's, I get sexual desire, Lord knows, but the idea that you can't accept... Look, in terms of young women at this point in my life, that's not the relationship I'm going to have. Right. I can be a mentor, friend, coworker, whatever, enemy. There's a hundred different things. But lovers is highly unlikely. <laughs> unless, you know, I'm paying for it. Now, but, he, he just still thought he was so all that that he could just come up and start rubbing on him and kiss him on the neck. And they're going to say, ooh, Charlie. But again, we're <laughs> only hearing about the times that it didn't work. True. Right, like True. if this right. had a zero percent hit rate, I doubt there you would, would be think. so many people coming out. You know, I don't think it would be a, a, a repeated pattern of behavior had it never worked. True. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, more on that later. So Rudy Giuliani goes on uh, Hannity last night, and we'll play a little bit of that for you. And then I got some uh, comments that have happened since then. And then Joe is going to use his legal expertise no, to try yes. to figure out what's going on. <laughs> I will rule. I've donned my robe and my wig in the English way. I'm not even sure why this is such a big story. I've never quite gotten it from the beginning. But so uh, Trump had an affair with a porn star. He claims he didn't. Um, uh, In 06. She got paid $130,000 to, to keep her yap shut. To not talk shut about your it yap. before the election. And somebody paid her. And that could be a violation of campaign finance. But that sort of thing happens all the time. It's just not that big a deal. Um, and Not that we're soft on campaign finance laws here at the Armstrong. No, the show. FEC is soft on campaign finance oh, right. laws. The people <laughs> right. that are supposed to be in charge of it. They don't. They don't care. They Well, they might in this case, but it would be a political move. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's where we are. And then uh, and, and Trump was supposedly knew nothing about it. And Cohen had said he paid Stormy out of his own pocket. That's right. right. That's right, and I uh, didn't ask to be repaid, because I'm the world's greatest lawyer, and, and probably the world's greatest human being, that I take on six-figure payments from my boss, and I don't even tell him. Here's Rudy on Hannity last night. Having something to do with paying some Stormy Daniels woman 130000 I mean, which is going to turn out to be perfectly legal. That money was not campaign money. Sorry, I'm giving you a fact now that you don't know. It's not campaign money. No Campaign finance violation. So, so they, they funneled it through the law firm. Funneled through the law firm, and the president repaid it. Oh, I didn't know he did. Yeah. There's no campaign finance law. Zero. So the president. Just like every Sean. So this decision Sean, was made by yes. Everybody, everybody was nervous about this from the very beginning. I wasn't. I knew how much money Donald Trump put into that campaign. I said 130,000. It's going to do a couple of checks for 130000 But do you know the president didn't know about this? Uh, I believe that's I, what He didn't Michael know about said. the specifics of it, as far as I know. But he did know about the general arrangement that Michael would take care of things like this. Like, I take care of things like this for my clients. I don't burden them with every single thing that comes along. Uh, these are busy people. I think that's amazing. 
<laughs> that part is amazing to me. Uh, how do I hire him? <laughs> These people are so busy, I don't even bring it to their attention that I'm spending this amount of money to keep them out of this much trouble. With Another their wife skank's or talking, I got to pair off. Make it happen, I would say, because I'm so busy. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Sean is sitting there looking flabbergasted because he had no idea this was coming. And this Doing is Doing his Tucker Carlson impression. And, and this <laughs> is Cocking a, his head like a dog and squinting his eyes. Whoa. And this is a pretty big left turn in the whole thing that just came out of nowhere. So Robert Costa of the Washington Post caught up with Giuliani right after he was on with Hannity and said, so are you going to get fired for saying this? Costa asked Giuliani, and Giuliani said, no, 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 I'm not going to get fired, but if I do, it wouldn't be the first time it ever happened, but I don't think so, no. So later, uh, Giuliani uh, tweeted that, I've just talked with the president. The president loved my appearance on Hannity. Wow. So so the president was watching Hannity, watched Giuliani, and thought, perfect, that's exactly where we want to go. And then... We got more information from uh, Giuliani, I guess, this morning as he went on Fox and Friends and a couple other shows. He says that the uh, Trump personally paid the $130,000 through $35,000 monthly installments after the ca- campaign was over. Why would you would pay off your porn stars and in installments when you're a billionaire? I'm not exactly sure. Uh, just being frugal, I guess, or what? I don't know. Maybe she preferred that. I'm afraid I'll spend it all at once. Or is that number under some reporting limit Ooh. that I don't know about or something? I don't know. But anyway, so Giuliani said that removes the campaign finance violation, and we have all the documentary proof for it, the fact that it was paid after the campaign. In total, Trump gave Cohen $460,000 as part of the arrangement, which covered incidental expenses. I'm sorry, 460 Total. So it covered this and other things. Oh, I see. I see. Apparently. Okay. All right. And, Rudy and they also, have documentation of that money being paid in installments. Right. So they apparently came up with, we've got some checks from Trump to Cohen for $35,000. Let's say that was the Stormy Daniels money or, yeah, or something. I don't know. Uh, listen, and it is conceivable um, that there's some sort of money laundering issue here. Although crossing God, that, state lines, banking something or other. Right. That, it, it, but I tell you what, they it's the sort of money laundering that they only go after you for if you, you've done something else. It's like Al Capone and the taxes. Um, it, it's yeah, you can make a, a campaign finance case. But again, if you know anything about the FC, FEC and what they do and more importantly, what they don't do, the idea that Donald Trump, who spent a hundred million dollars on his own campaign, sought to hide a hundred and thirty grand that he spent on his campaign for some reason. Um, the other, well, his explanation. Well, Judy, I'm sorry, Giuliani's explanation, which is presumably Trump's, is that it was just a personal thing to protect Melania, protect the family, protect his reputation. Um, it's wasted money, as far as I'm concerned. He's a billionaire. He has sex with gals. I, I, I'm all right. I don't like it, but I don't care. Um, so anyway, it's it's such a stretch to say it's some serious campaign uh, finance violation dealio. But wouldn't you say that, that he might have a tax problem? But, well, but wouldn't you say that Giuliani changing the story somewhat? Remember Trump on the plane, and you get to lie to the media. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Trump on the plane a couple weeks ago said, uh, "No, did you pay? Did you pay? No. Did Cohen pay? I don't know. You'd have to ask did him. Did you know about it? No." Yes, now they have decided it is better for them to tell the truth about that why? than to that's continue my, lying. That's my question. Clearly, they think this is a big enough deal, a big enough problem of some sort, either politically 
or legally that they decided to change their strategy. And to send Rudy Giuliani out into the world. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, they think it is a problem. It's not just something, ah, we don't have to worry about it. I I would agree. I I like the theory that, and, you know, I'd I'd like to read a little more about it, but I like the theory that they're concerned Michael Cohen is feeling left, hung out to dry. And that they're saying, yeah, it was his money. Uh, Yeah, ask him about his taxes and and the rest of it. Uh, We didn't know anything about it. Cohen is under the crosshairs of investigations, and they don't want him flipping and saying, oh, yeah, then there was the time that a foreman talked back to Donald Trump, and now he's buried in the New Jersey Meadowlands. <laughs> Let's see. And then there was the other time when an elevator wasn't working, and I faked the paperwork, and three people plunged to their deaths. And then there was the time I, you know, because he was Trump's fixer, and they don't want him flipping. So I, I, who knows? And, and and remember, you always remember, the way they get people to flip is catch them making false statements. You made a false statement to a federal agent. And and then all of a sudden they got you by the, uh, by the Johnson and they're leading you around and telling you what to do. And so they're trying to you know make it easier on Cohen. I kind of like that theory. There's also Although I think the, at the heart of this is is practically nothing. There's also the uh, you can get bled dry fighting this stuff or just dealing with it. That's what happened with Flynn. He's had to sell his house and everything else mm-hmm. just for legal bills. Yeah, it can ruin you. You know, if oh, you're, absolutely. Even being called to testify. There's a great story about a guy who was called to testify and he keeps getting grilled by committees and it's ruined him financially. Oh, that just would suck. being questioned. Oy, because he's got to get lawyered up to make sure he doesn't say something false that then somebody uh, prosecutes him for. Right. And, and for the record, I want to say this. Bill, uh, William Jefferson Clinton is a liar and a philanderer and a cheater and a sex pig and a dozen yes. other things. Yes, I yes, I know, Hillary. That's the one thing you and I agree on. But I thought the whole impeachment thing was redunculous. It was just it was trying to get rid of a Democrat uh, for political purposes. I think it, it it was not... The wrongs he did were not worth throwing the country into a, an uproar to right in that way. But that's why we have elections. I didn't like it at the time as a staunch conservative slash libertarian, for the record. And I think all this stuff, if it leads to impeachment, with everything going on in the economy, everything going on you know, in terms of regulations, foreign relations, Russia, the, the Korean Peninsula, China, trade, the rest of it. If we tear apart the effing country over this extortionist porn skank, that would, that would just be a shocking moment in American history. Be good for talk radio. I, sir. I'm looking out for number one. Patriot. I'm looking out for number one. Um, but yeah, so Trump has just tweeted about the relationship between him and Cohen. Maybe we hit that. Maybe we don't. I don't know. He had sex with Michael Cohen, too. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I thought Giuliani was pretty sharp, though. I I thought he's he's still got it. Clearly, he's got his law chops, it would seem. Yeah, well, he was before he was America's mayor. He was a tenacious prosecutor. He's uh, he's old as the hills and been out of practice. So I thought maybe. Ah, yeah, it happens. So they've released body cam footage from the Las Vegas massacre shooting. Yeah. The the police, when they went in the hotel room, I want to touch on that at least at some point. Oh, and an outcome to the Starbucks tossing black guys out case. Oh, and we should get to maybe next Mika Brzezinski petting a pig for some reason. She is massaging the pig. Hey, honey, any chance you could massage the pig tonight? Oh, my God. That's what Joe Scarborough said. It's a direct quote. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. 
this over with. This Let's is take a careful look at the intersection of journalism and agriculture in America. This is the co-host of uh, one of the most important cable news shows in America, Morning Joe on MSNBC. Only important because everybody in the Beltway watches it. Right, which makes it important. And then talks about it. And uh, one of the co-hosts who's now uh, getting married to the other co-host, Mika Brzezinski. Uh, What is she doing here? Uh, She is posting to Instagram uh, an adorable video with her and her pet pig. She owns a pet pig. Apparently it was some sort of Christmas present. Okay. Hi, beautiful. Do you want a tummy rub? Okay. Oh, boy. And there is a tummy rub happening. Sorry, Joe, I'm busy. I gotta give her a tummy rub, and when she wants a tummy rub, that's just the way it is. Look at her. She loves it. She loves it. It's a hot day. You gotta have a tummy rub, right? Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially on a hot day. What a girl. This is like a good birthday present to get, to be able to give her a tummy rub. Oh, I love it. This is my Christmas present. Grunt for He's now giving me a birthday present. Full circle. All right, and why, mm-hmm. why is this being brought to mm-hmm. my attention? Hear? It's her saying, yeah, a little more to the right. Rubbing a pig is why. <laughs> is that enough? Should I stop now? Oh, no. I can't imagine anybody would stay on to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, baby. That's not only not. All right, bye, it. everyone. We're listening to it. Oh, my God. So that was an Instagram post? Yeah. Right. Hot girl on girl, human on pork interaction. I want a pet pig. I think that would be so funny. Weren't we better off when we didn't know what Walter Cronkite did in his free time? <laughs> yes. Yes, we were. Oh, Ace. I'm sorry. He's an avid juggler. It'd be harder to take him seriously. Right. Exactly. One more oddly related note on the Stormy Daniels thing. I'm reminded, uh, I saw a story yesterday. She is signed up with a... Uh, what do you call it? The the uh, the the cam thing. The like your uh, what do you call that? Where like there'll be a porn girl and she'll have a camera set up and a oh like a a, a webcam webcam. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. What's the matter with me? So um, I'm old and sleep deprived. Oh, that's right. So anyway, uh, yeah, she's signed up with some webcam outfit and is making zillions of dollars doing her porn stuff. Oh yeah, so for like, guys on the webcam, even as she goes on various uh, shaking her her hoo hoo tours, so uh, it's absolutely hilarious and skillful. I really just admire it the way her quote unquote lawyer is out there bellowing about truth, justice, the American way, et cetera, et cetera, as he promotes his skank client and her career of continuing skankery. <laughs> skankery. Uh so yeah, probably be more on that later. So when you see her and her guy up on the TV, that's why. Come on. Well, that and freedom. And telling the truth. It's about time we got to tell our truth to America. By the way, you can sign up at camdogs.com or whatever it is. <laughs> um, yesterday, they released the body cam footage of the uh, law enforcement agents who went into the whole hotel room in Vegas that night. Yes, I watched it. After, uh, I didn't realize the final number ended up being 58. Damn near yeah. 60 dead. And as I think it was Dr. Laura once pointed out, it was one person killed 58 times in terms of their family and the grief and the rest of it. The footage was taken by two canine officers who entered the room shortly after um, the scumbag uh, 
his body had been discovered. So here's why this is newsworthy to me, because I saw some of the video and it just, you know, there's not a lot there. Other than it just got released yesterday, seven months after the shooting, people had been wanting it. The media had been asking for it. Um, You know, conspiracy theorists have been wanting it. But the police or the man, the government, just held on to it as long as they could. Finally, when it worked its way through to where a judge made the decision, the judge said, yeah, release it immediately. Yeah, The public have the right to see this. So all along, the public have a right to see this. It's way beyond any investigatory. You, you, you could make an argument for keeping it a secret. Having them in the stairwell talking about you go left and I'll go right. Okay, I'm going right. Yeah, you go right. That, that's a lot of it. Well, and nobody is questioning whether or not the 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 shooter is the guy that they said is the shooter, and he's dead. So, right. I mean, there's just all that's over. Right. It's just another example of um, the government, law enforcement part of the government, um, not giving us information that we have a right to, mm-hmm. because they can. Right. They feel like they're in charge. It's the same as, we still don't know, I don't think, why the F- who was in charge at the FBI down there in Florida when the killer called in. Or somebody called in and said, we got a guy here that's going to shoot right. up the school. Right. Who took that and what did they do with it? I don't know. The FBI is not going to tell us. And What until was the training? Forced. Where was the mistake made? We'll never know. So we, we've got to fight and, back And if I was the, 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 the Speaker of the House of Representatives, third in line to the presidency, I couldn't get that answer at right. this point. So we've got to fight back against that as citizens. Yeah. That you, ha- you don't get to determine this. Transparency at all times. Right. Unless, unless you, there is a compelling reason not to have it. And you watch that video, you think, why the hell did you hold this back for seven months? Because they can. Right. 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 Find it. Find it. That's right. Thank you, darling. The relationship is upside down. I would agree. So in the very little time we have, I'd like to uh, shout out to the two black fellers who were uh, booted out of that Starbucks and arrested. You want to use the bathroom, you got to buy something. Yep. Um, Rashawn Nelson and Dante Robinson, great national outcry. They have a, uh, a giant platform. They are aggrieved. They have activists on their side. And they said, we'll take a settlement with Starbucks. We want a buck. Give us a dollar. Oh, good for them. And then the company also said they're going to donate 200 GER to a youth entrepreneurship program that these guys think is a good idea. A dollar? That and 75 cents will get you a cup of Starbucks coffee. (laughs) So anyway, uh, shout out to those fellas. Uh, Credibility. Big time credibility booster. Heck yeah. Yeah, well done. Heck yeah, because they could certainly could have gone the other direction, the Stormy Daniels direction. Yeah, sure. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Al Rudy Giuliani continues making around to the talk shows with the latest in the president, the porn star, and the payoff. Got a lot of businesses backing off on drug testing. We're going to update you on that yes, as well. because you can't find employees who there don't enjoy the marijuanas. There wouldn't be anybody working there. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. On the subject we were just talking about in front of USA Today, the Navy will not reveal disgraced officers anymore. Blow to transparency. So the policy has always been, you get rid of some uh, you know, high-level officer for some misconduct, they would post it on their website what it was that they did. But in the wow. wake of the Fat Leonard scandal, when you had so many high-ups do so many things wrong, they're no longer going to do that. What? That's not acceptable at all. Well, that's what they're going to do. Wait a minute. That was that was bribery. That was blatant corruption. Yeah, that, that, that was some of it was borderline treason. Yes. you don't have a right to no. know. That's horrendous. That's the direction we're going, man. 
Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, Rudy Giuliani's making the rounds this morning after revealing to Fox News Hannity that President Trump's personal attorney, Michael Cohen, had been reimbursed for making the $130,000 hush money payment to Stormy Daniels to silence her allegations of a sexual romp with Trump. This morning on Fox and Friends, Giuliani insisted the president was not aware at the time there had been a payoff. He didn't know the details of this until we knew the details of it, which is a couple weeks ago. Uh, maybe not even a couple, maybe 10 days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, remember when this came up? October 2016. I was with him day in and day out then. I can't remember the details of what happened. Like and this on. was, I know 135000 I don't want to... You know, demean anyone, but 130,000 seems like a lot of money. It's not when you're putting 100 million dollars into your campaign. It's it's uh, it isn't pocket change, but right. it's pretty close to yeah. it at the end. If a story's about to come out, and you're you're married with children, yeah. if a story's about to come out that you were having sex with a porn star. I think that'd make your radar screen. No, he he didn't hear about it till about 10 days ago. (laughs) The details. That is an hilarious statement by Giuliani. I don't know why they are persisting with this. Hmm. Is it all about Melania? I don't know. Yeah, he was he was alluding to the fact that it was all trying to just save Trump's family, just trying to you know make sure nobody's feelings got hurt. Well, that, that could be. Yep. We're going to talk to Adam White of George Mason University's Antonin Scalia Law School uh, about uh, you know where the risk is and why everybody's making stuff up and <laughs> what the hell is the point of all this? I'll tell you what the point of it is: to promote a porn girl's career. Stormy is engaging in skank duggery, one of our texters says. Well said, my word, Smith friend. Meanwhile, Stormy's lawyer, Michael Avenatti, says he is not backing down. And we're going to get to the bottom of this no matter how long it takes, and this is not going to end well. I said it a few weeks ago. The bottom of this is week. your client's absolutely bottom. Absolutely, no question That's what's say it the again this morning. This. this president will quiet. not serve out this term. Wow. All right. Now there's a statement. Yes. Well, that that's incredibly powerful. And so we should interview him on every show in America where he can d- promote his uh, his client's openings, which Ew. you can look at on the Internet. That's what this is about. <laughs> I mean, if this was true justice in the American way, why is she signing up for various webcams where you can look at her pretty privates? What the hell, America? A former policeman accused of being the Golden State Killer is going to be in court this morning to fight prosecutors' efforts to collect more of his DNA. Joseph D'Angelo is scheduled to uh, appear in a Sacramento courtroom with his public defender who has filed a motion to block a warrant to take DNA, fingerprints, and photos of D'Angelo's body. They are going to try and stop that in its tracks. Well, yeah, they, good luck. Fe- they feel like they need more evidence to uh, to nail him on this? Well, I think uh, they're going to be taking photos of, how shall I put this, his genital area. And, uh, you know, there'll be some other uh, swabs oh. and things taken. So this was just uh, from Sam Stanton. Is he still with yeah. the Sacramento Bee? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. No penis photos of East Area Rapist Suspect Defense Attorney asks in court filing. So that's what they're asking yeah. for, which is pretty, yeah. you know, demeaning. Although I, you know, I certainly don't care if this guy's demeaned. You know, but, that's uh, funny. When I rolled a, a stoplight and and got ticketed, I offered them some penis photos. So they refused. Well, I, in the interest of so justice, this gets to the whole. He has a small crank. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You so know, it's identifying the the, the, the perpetrator. Right? Marshall, wow, that if is something. If your next story has anything to do with anyone's genitals, skip it. <laughs> it does too much. Not all right. A growing number of businesses are dropping marijuana from the drug test they require of job applicants because it's 
keeping out too many potential employees. Right. At a time when it's so tough to fill jobs. It's tougher to fill jobs now than it's been in nearly 20 years in a lot of areas. I have friends who hire people who say that that's the biggest roadblock to getting good people is that they can't pass the whiz quiz. Well, and I suggest employers, you know, if somebody's doing a good job, you keep them. If they're doing a poor job, you get rid of them, period. (laughs) I understand that in liability America, there are issues that go beyond that. but It's liability, and they get tax breaks from the federal government for being a, quote-unquote, drug-free work environment. Always worth pointing that out. That's right. Incentives announced under one president or another. It's part of the war on drugs. Yeah, and uh, but but I've had job interview processes where the the, the hiring manager says, "Okay, we need you to take a a drug test. We can do it this Wednesday, or if you need a couple extra weeks to study, we can put that off as well." <laughs> Pretty Just, handy. Nice Just study. Yeah. Yes, I go. see. That's, that is so Soviet Union. That is so, we just need to check the box, <laughs> yep. never mind the, right. the spirit of the law, we just need to get past this. That's not a bad test on its own, though, because if you can't keep your act together for a week or so, yeah. they might not be an employee you want. Not because they smoke pot, but just because, you know, I don't know, they get impulse issues or You're something. right, it's All an right. intelligence slash impulse test, yeah. Remember and, when and, Jason Williams of the Sacramento Kings, he flunked that test. They yeah. gave him like a month. Before oh, he was going right. to get tested, and he's still oh, right. any any professional I said athlete going to be in February. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any professional athlete that fails drug tests has has got a a bit of an impulse control issue because they there are methods in place to to make that not happen. I've sure. heard that said by professional athletes. It's not a drug test; it's an intelligence test. <laughs> yeah. Very true. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> Oh, Squawky, you fill my heart with patriotic pride. Good bird. So at some point, we should play this. Hillary Clinton yesterday, as she continues to do interviews about why she lost, she says that admitting she was a capitalist really hurt her in the 2016 race because so many of the voters out there are socialists. I thought that was something. What do you have Whatever. to say now, Squawky? Whatever. I'm telling you. Among other things, Charlie Rose is even in bigger trouble than we thought. Or what are you pointing to yourself? You're in trouble, too? No, no, no. Oh. I, uh, I was uh, going to bring that up next time Did around. Charlie Rose come on to you? Well, now, now. Plus, we'll talk to an expert about whether all this Stormy Daniels crap means anything right after the 8 o'clock uh, hour. The, crust, the crusty paw. News. Isn't that what Charlie Daniels... Or Charlie Daniels. <laughs> Charlie Rose was known for? Hey, leave me out of this. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> so all that the coming up on the... Paw. All coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Like a home. Like a stone. You know, been stopped a long time ago. Retired Auburn Police Chief Nick Willick fired D'Angelo in 1979 for stealing dog repellent and a hammer, saying D'Angelo later filed a lawsuit against the department. The investigator told me that uh, Joseph had gone to my house one night to kill me. And uh, he said that he walked around the house looking in the windows but couldn't find my bedroom. 
A short time after he had been fired, I woke up one morning. My four-year-old daughter was laying alongside the bed. She said, Dad, last night there was someone looking in my bedroom window with a flashlight. Did you think that could have been Joseph D'Angelo outside your home? No, I did not. But what he... Wow. 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 So that's the uh, the Auburn police chief in California that fired the uh, scumbag serial killer. When the killer was a cop and stole a couple of minor things and lost his copping job. Interesting angle. Um, we got a text, by the way, about that uh, case. I'm a deputy district attorney. I've done post-arrest search warrants to photograph a penis to see if it was uncircumcised. This is games by the defense. Mm. Sure. Um, delay, delay, delay. Just make the government go through their uh, their motions. So this is a female offer nothing. This is a female uh, public defender that's defending this scumbag. Oh wow, that'd be a tough job to oh, do. Oh my god, one of the most notorious rapists and murderers in uh, and that person's lifetime. I get the whole. It you know it upholds our great system of law and stuff, and it's all true. But Absolutely, there there yeah. would be limits to what you would find. Oops, well, I forgot yeah. to object there. Oh well, I'll, I'll remember next time. Yeah, exactly. The exactly. alternative to our system is a nightmare. On the other hand, if I'm the public defender in question, I'm going to go ahead and, and 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 provide the constitutionally required services. Uh, am I going to bust my ass and stay up late at night? Maybe not so much. Yeah, how much would you want to be need to be on your game? Could have objected there. You didn't. Eh, I made a mistake. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that supposed to be filed yesterday? Oh, okay. I got, yeah. I'll do better next time. When all you're doing is trying to drag it out. You know, this witness is a little shaky, but uh, she's probably telling the truth. Am I going to like tear apart a witness on a stand? I don't think this case will probably go to, to trial. What will happen then? Uh, he'll plead out to something. I have a feeling. Um, but I could certainly be wrong. I mean, he's old and crazy and a murdering rapist, so allegedly. So I don't know. But Back on the Stormy Daniels thing, we got this text. Hashtag fake news Philip strikes again. Allegations by Stormy Daniels. Allegations. Nothing illegal has happened. The Knife News gives A&G show an F grade for heavily <laughs> slanted stories. An F grade. Sad! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, what, I heard a good one the other day. Uh, I was going to point out to the knife media when we have them on tomorrow. I think it was when the um, report on the economy came out on Friday that we grew at 2.9%, I believe. Was that the number? Very disappointing, except in comparison to every quarter for the last 10 years. And uh, the New York Times headline was that uh, report shows the economy... I forget what word they used. Struggled along at 2.9%. Okay. Really? Yeah. And I thought you could just say grew at 2.9% and let people decide for themselves whether they think that's struggling or fantastic. You don't need to let us lead us one direction or the other, but they did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happens in the purpose. news all the time. They sure. have a point of view. That's fine. Just to tear down Republicans. Uh, so $50,000 worth of stolen Legos found in a Portland man's home. That's three sets. <laughs> yeah, it's a good joke. Joke for parents out there. Hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. What happened? When I was a kid, was, you got a box of them, it was like a dollar. <laughs> it's Harry Potter's Hogwarts, and it's 199 bucks. I'll tell you what it is. It's uh, Speaking of economics, this is the most classic basic economics principle there is. 
It's supply and demand, and the demand from a five-year-old for Legos is high. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and their demand is, is un, unquenchable. Unrelenting. No matter how many grandmas, parents, birthday party friends, whatever, get you Lego sets, they want more. Yeah. And the Lego people figured that out, and they thought, okay, I guess we'll charge $139 for 50 cents worth of plastic. You know what I want investigated? Did the Lego people come up with OxyContin? <laughs> Because that's their specialty. Right. Is there a little uh, hydrocodone in the Legos? Something that hooks you. Wow. And you just, wow. It seeps through your fingers and exactly. so you have a desire for Legos. Give me more. Give me more. Give me more. They are insanely expensive. And my kids are just starting to age out of them a little bit. Um, uh, To where they're no longer interested. Eight-year-old, barely interested. Six-year-old, not near as interested as he used to be. And then I got to decide, what am I going to do with these 150,000 Lego pieces I have? Now, have you kept them all in their individual no, sets carefully separated? Are you oh, kidding? no. Oh, you fool. <laughs> well, you've thrown away hundreds of dollars in value then. Yeah. You need to painstakingly go through the pile and reassemble the kits mm-hmm. for Hogwarts and whatever else. Luckily, in the modern world, you can, if you don't know this as a parent, go onto the Lego website and get all the instructions online because those disappear too or you're mm-hmm. torn up or the dog eats them or whatever. Sure. You can't remember how to make the the bat cave out of Legos. One of the most fascinating things to me about the Legos business model is that Legos purchased from a store brand new today are backwards compatible with Legos made in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is a brilliant design sure, by yeah. them. And, On the other hand... And the different sizes all fit together. Yes. What of the fact that the Lego has gone from a freestyle creative toy to a follow the directions, build this toy? That is what does change. that say about America? We'll take your calls. They were just we a box of Legos no. when I was a kid. And you just figure, and they were all square. Right. Um, but it's more a model now. It's more a model that snaps together rather than glues together. That's what right. it is when you get into the older Legos. And the pieces are so tiny. I mean, you can crawl around on your hands and knees with your eyes right down by the carpet and still vacuum up the headlights from the Batmobile. Yeah. Because they're the size of the head of a pin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like stepping on them in the dark. So we go to the Lego store now and Hurts. then. They got, they got a cool thing that they do with different size buckets. And then you can get as many Legos as will fit in that bucket for this bucket's eight ninety nine, that bucket's thirteen ninety nine. Sounds awesome. Wow. And so if you just need various spare parts, either lost a part or you want to you got something in your mind you want to build. That is you cool. Just, they got all the different kind of Legos there, and you just fill your bucket as as full as you can get and still get the lid on. And then you buy it. And the kids love that. It's just hmm. like a challenge. Hmm. Um Speaking this of a guy challenge. Had, this guy in Portland had fifty thousand dollars worth of stolen Legos. Wow. <laughs> wow. Which is uh that's like right. Said, that was our sets. premise, wasn't it? Three sets. Uh, speaking of challenges, I think I might be able to get you interested in the royal wedding. Wow, that's a challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't even imagine how that would happen. Meghan Markle's half-brother. Is it going to somehow solve the Kennedy assassination? Because <laughs> it's really going to draw me in somehow. Exactly. Exactly. And expose the truth about 9-11. Um, Meghan Markle's half-brother has penned an open letter to Prince Harry saying, quote, this is the biggest mistake in royal wedding history. Mm. <laughs> that sentence is not helping me, sir. <laughs> As he brands his sister jaded, shallow, and conceited. So her brother is out there saying to Harry, dude, guy to guy, run. Run from my sister. Do not let her into your life, much less your palace. Well, what's his deal, though? His deal is 
he thinks she's a blank. Well, but maybe he's a blank. Maybe he's the black sheep. They're, well, they're she very much also, estranged from her. She is estranged from much of her family. I think she's close to her mom still, but a lot of her other family, they, they I, kind of have I an, think a, a the distant fact relationship. That he feels like he ought to meddle in this shows him to be a certain sort of person, doesn't it? Yes, indeed. A person who is concerned about the integrity of the royal lineage. So, uh, Harry, what I see coming is Harry will fight him. And he is a tough dude, and I would like to oh, see that. Harry now will, you got me interested. Harry will whoop up on him. They're he's, in the boxing. Fifty-one-year-old fat guy. They're in the boxing ring together. Well, no, I'm, I take back fat, burly. He's thick. He looks like he might make his living tossing this something from here to there, or lifting, or moving, or. But whatever. you were right, and I would have bet you a hundred bucks you couldn't have been that uh, yeah. I am now somewhat interested. <laughs> what kind of person starts out by using her own father until he's bankrupt, and forgets about him in Mexico, leaving him broke, mostly over her debts? The letter continued. Yeah, you know, again, even if she did that stuff, you're a certain sort of person that feels like the world needs to know that. Here's what you need to know. Adam White of George Mason University's Law School will be talking to us about should Trump testify, Stormy Daniels, etc. So we got a lot of different stuff coming up, including the audio of Hillary Clinton saying it's the damn capitalists are socialists that caused her to lose on the Armstrong and Getty Show.